Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Daf Mesechus Kedushin is Daf Lamed Aleph 31. We're starting about six, seven lines from the top of the page. Amr Ab Yitzchak. We're going to have here three sections. The first is a series of Agadita Gemaras, really relating to yesterday's concept of Kibbut Av, the honor of parents being similar to that of honoring Hashem. Then we're going to go through a series of people, actually some being not Jewish, some being the Talmidei Chachamim, who showed excessive honor, and we learn halachas of Kibbut from them regarding their parents. And in the last section, we're going to speak specifically about certain halachas relating to Kibbut Ava'im when parents are alive, when parents have already passed. We'll get to that later. So let's get started. Amar Yitzchak, top of the, towards the top of the page, six, seven lines down. First one line is Tziaruni. Lamed Aleph, Amud Aleph. Amar Yitzchak says, Rabbi Yitzchak, Avera anyone that performs a Avera, a sin in, in private, Ki'ilu doichek ragle shechina. It's like pushing away the feet of the shechina. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, Koyomar Hashem, Hashemayim kis'i. Hashem says, the heaven is my throne. V'ha'aretz, Pasuk in Yeshaya, V'ha'aretz hadoim ragloi. And the earth is my footstool. So it means to say is if you're performing an Avera in private, it's as if you're saying, Kadosh Baruch doesn't exist here. He doesn't realize. So it's like pushing away the shechina from your area. Amr of Yeshua ben Levi, a similar idea. It's prohibited for a person to walk four amos with an upright posture. This is brought in Allah at the beginning of Shulchan Aruch. Because it's a, it's a, it's a uh, gaiva and it's like pushing away the shechina again. It's as if to say, I'm superior here. Shanam, like the Pesach says in Yeshaya, Hashem's honor fills the whole world. And when you walk with an upright posture, it's like you're disregarding the honor of the shechina. Rafuna Braidzer of Yeshua. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if it's a physical posture yeah, yeah, as much yeah. as a mentality. Which, which probably both, that, probably yeah. both. Yeah, I mean, it could be one reflects yeah, the other. You walk that way on purpose. Sort of right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you want to walk in a healthy way. You don't want to walk right. in a, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear, I hear. A similar concept is brought in the same halach as the beginning of Shulchan Aruch. He wouldn't walk four amos with a head uncovered. Amr, because he said, The shechina is above my head. That's why it's called Yarmalka, which is the fear of God, that the yarmulke is supposed to be above you to in- instill fear of Hashem is in you. Not so pashit. Mishnah Brewer learns that today, since we accepted it, it's mamash halacha, so there are leniencies maybe. As a community, yeah, you know. uh, it doesn't mean uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know. Let's go back to it. We gotta move. No, I, Shul- I know, I know, I know. I, I'm not sure. All I know is the Mishnah Bura says that Mishnah Bura says that today we accepted it already in ourselves. So it's yeah. Ricky, when you and I grew up, how many people, how many from Jews were young? All right, okay, we got to move here. We, we have, we have uh, 20 minutes here. Shoal ben Almona Achas is Now, there was a ben Almona, which means that his father had passed away, and he asked Rebbe Yezer the following Shaila. If my father says, give me water, and my mother says, give me water. So which one takes precedence? It's a good Shaila, because you have an honor, a mitzvah of kibbut av, you have mitzvah of kibbut aim. 
So Amar Le, so Rabbi Ezra said back, Leave aside the honor of your mother and perform the honor of your father. It's a very interesting answer. Because since you and your mother are responsible to honor your father, so therefore honor him as he takes precedence. So both near Rabbi Yeshua, the same Yosem came in front of Rabbi Yeshua. And uh, he said the same Shiloh to Rabbi Yeshua. Amar Kach, so Rabbi Yeshua responded, the same answer for Rabbi Yezer. Amar so then the Yosem said to Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Nisgar Shamahu, what if my parents are divorced? So now my mother's not responsible to honor my father anymore. So now what do I do? So Amar so Rabbi Yeshua said back, from your eyelashes, I could tell that you're an orphan. Rashi learns is because you cried so much, I could tell your eyelashes fell out because of tears, which is something associated with orphans. That's what Rabbi Yeshua was saying. And therefore he says, I understand this is not a Lamaisa Shaila for you because you don't have a father. So you're just asking a Shaila to learn. You shouldn't have asked it in a way that it's like a halacha Lamaisa. You're asking theoretical. You want to learn, but not practical. So so he also answered him in a bit of a humorous way because he realized that it wasn't a practical Shaila. And he said, put water in a trough and call to them like chickens. Meaning, he called to them and let them come take but in a chanami you actually would just leave it there and uh you wouldn't have to serve one before the other Darash Ula Rabba Pischa de Benesia Ula Rabba Darshan at the entrance of the base Madrash it says Maidechsiv at the Nazi's house excuse me Maidechsiv what does it mean when the Pasuk tells us Pasuk in Tehillim it says Yeducha Hashem Kol Malchi Aretz Kishamru Imre Ficha all of the nations all the kings of the world acknowledge Hashem because they heard the sayings of your mouth Imre is plural so Ma'amar Picha Lemer doesn't say the saying of your mouth. Ela Imre Picha. Rather, it says the sayings, plural, of your mouth. So the Gemara says a very interesting idea. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu said the first two of the Aser Sadebras, Anoichi, I am your God and you shouldn't have others, Amru Umasa Ailam, the nations of the world said, He's just expounding for his own honor. He wants the Jews to honor him, so he's making up mitzvahs that have to do with serving him. Once he said the fifth of the Aseras Hadibras, that you have to honor your father and mother, they acknowledge the original ones that obviously he's not telling them for his own good, it's for the good of the people who are performing them. Rashi adds in over here two points. Rashi says, um, if it, what, what they were saying was is that if the people, if people are mechoyev in honoring their parents, um, certainly they should be to honor Hashem because as we learned on yesterday's daf, Hashem is considered a shutaf, a partner in the creation of man. And, and certainly even more so when it comes to Hashem because is because Hashem ultimately has full control over our life and death. So therefore, they were able to acknowledge the first of the Aseris Hadibras, the first and second, when they heard the fifth. Rav Mehacha Rav said there's another source in Tehillim that seems to imply that they acknowledge the first and second after hearing the fifth, because it says, Raish Devarcha Emes. In Tehillim it says, the beginning of your words are truthful. Raish Devarcha Valay Saif Devarcha, not the end of your words. Elami Saif Devarcha Nikarish or Raish Devarcha Emes. What the Tehillim is saying is that it's distinct that the beginning of your words are truthful from the end of your words. As we, as we said, from the fifth it's implicit on the first and second. Now we move on to one of the most famous stories in Shas, which has to do with the extent a person needs to go for Kibbut Aveim. We're going to talk about a series of stories now. Bo Ula, Ula, Aveim. What is the extent a child has to go 
to perform honoring his father and mother. Amalem, so he said back, Go and see what a certain guy in Ashkelon did. His name was Dama ben Nesina. Pamachas, one time, there's two versions we have here. The Chachamim wanted to purchase merchandise. It doesn't say what it was in the first version. And they wanted to pay 600,000 gold coins. And the key was under the head of his sleeping father. And he did not wake up his father. So that's the first version. They asked Rabbi Yezer, how far is the extent of Kibbut Av? So Amr Lemmy said back, Go look what one guy did in Ashkelon. His name was Dam Benesina. According to this version, Chacham wanted to buy the stones of the ephod. Either for 600,000, for 800,000 gold coins. The key was under, the key to access it was under his father's uh, head. Again, he didn't wake him up. So that was the story. And the Gemara tells us he was rewarded with Shana Acheres. The next year, Hashem paid back his reward. A uh, totally red cow was born into his heifer, was born into his corral, which is a very unique thing. So the Chachamim came to purchase this. And he said back to the Chacham, I know about you. If I ask all the money in the world of you, you're going you're gonna to give it to me because I know this is such a rarity. I know I could charge you millions of gold coins. I could charge you as much as I want. But, but, I'm not going to charge you anything beyond the money that I lost because I forfeited by doing kibud avaim. So this is the example that the Gemara says regarding kibud avaim vagoy that we're supposed to apply to ourselves. And on this, Amr Bichanin Bichaminina commented. Rabbi says, If the reward was so great, despite the fact that a guy is not mitzvah in kibbut avaim, and we generally have a rule, so certainly for a Jew who is mitzvah, he is commanded about kibbut avaim, the reward is going to be even greater. The one who is commanded and performs is greater than the one that's not commanded and performs. Taisva says, What's the shot in that? Because somebody that's commanded, he says, is that a person who's commanded to do something, so he's more concerned about not performing it because he knows he has to. Someone that doesn't have to have to perform, and he's, he's allowed to perform. So such a person doesn't experience that same amount of pressure. Another shot that said, I don't know by who, but I'm sure people say it, is that when you're commanded to do something, there's a natural Yetzirah to not do it. Versus when you're not commanded, it's just extra credit. It doesn't have as less of an inclination to not perform. There's different ways of looking at this. But Amr of Yosef, Yosef was blind. And Rav Yosef said, Meresh, originally, Hava Amina, I used to say, Manda Hava Amrli Alacha Kareb Yehuda. If somebody would tell me that the Alacha is like Rav Yehuda, uh, it's in Baba Kama. Rav Yehuda says, Summa Patermina Mitzvah, that a Summa is, bl- is uh, exempt from Mitzvah, a blind person. So if somebody would have told me, What's that? Kanira? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Summa. Yeah. You could do them. So if somebody would have told me that's the halacha, I would have made a party for the Rabbanan. 
because I thought when you're not chayev in mitzvahs, it's even greater. Because even though I wasn't commanded, I'm still performing. But now that Rabbi Hanina said it's greater if you're mitzvah, you're commanded and you perform the one who's not. The opposite. If somebody would tell me the Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, so then I'll make a party for the Rabbanan because now I'd rather be. I'd rather be that the halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda, that a blind person is not exempt of mitzvahs, that I'm a tzobe, so I can fulfill the mitzvahs on this higher level. All right, let's move on now to stories of the Chachamim regarding Kibbut Avayim. Ki Yasser Dimi Amar. When Rav Dimi came, he said the following, Pam Achas, Hayalavush Sirkon, sorry, sorry, before we get there. There was one time that this Dama Benesina was Lavush Sirkon, he was wearing some sort of a Shalzov, a golden uh, article of clothing. He was sitting amongst the officers of Rome. His mother came. She tore off that, that article of clothing. She struck him on his head. She spit in his face. And he did not ashamed her. I don't know why she did that. Maybe she was nuts. I'm not really sure why. Or maybe she just had a bad day. But either way, the point is, is that he did not respond. He did not respond at all. He didn't embarrass her. Now we move on to the Chacham. There are people who feed their father fatty bird, which is like a very hush of a food. But the result of their behavior, as Rashi explains, is they do it in a very disrespectful way, in a way that shows they're not interested. Rashi and Amud Bez explains, they say, there was a story brought in the Gemara Yerushalmi where the guy was feeding his father this expensive thing, and his father said, where are you getting this from? And he said, Just eat. Why are you asking me? It was disrespectful. So there, they'll be removed from the world. And there are people who make their father work, grinding at the mill, and because they made their father work, it brings them to Olam Haba. So Rashi quotes the same Yerushalmi seems to say, there was a story where there was a letter from the king that the father was going to be drafted into the army. So the son said, it could be an, a non-ending service. So you stay home and work at the mill, and I'll take your place and, and uh, accept your draft requirement. And therefore that's considered, because that's actually kibud. So it's, all, it's not what you're doing necessarily with kibud avayim, that's the main thing, but it's really how you're doing it, the mentality and the pleasantness or lack thereof. Um, Rabbi Avo, that was Avima saying that. Now Rabbi Avo commented, Kigoyin Avima, which is his father. Um, Rabbi Avo, the father of Avima. Kigoyin Avima Bri, like example, is Avima, my son, Kaya Mitzvah's Kibud. He fulfilled the Mitzvah of Kibud. Why? Chamisha b'nei Samchi havale la'avima, b'chai aviv. Avimai had five children who had smicha. So it means they were obviously older people already in the lifetime of his father, Rabbi Avo. V'chihava asa Rabbi Avo, and Rabbi Avo, the grandfather of he would come calling at the door, means we'd come visit. So Avimai himself would run towards the door, and open it for him. Wait till I get there, means Avimai said, I'll take care of it myself. I'm not even going to send my kids to honor their grandfather. I'll do it myself in terms of the honor of my father, Rabbi Avo. Yom Echad, one time, so Rabbi Avo had said to Avimai, bring me some water to drink. When he brought the water, his father, Rabbi Avo, had fallen asleep already. So he bent down and stayed there next to him until he woke up. 
So this was considered a great kibud. And the schus of that is Dayea Milse Mizmar La'asaf. He had a siyata deshmaya to darshan. Either it means the entire chapter of Mizmar La'asaf, which is uh, Tehillim Ayintes. Uh, he had a certain schus uh, to be able to understand it properly. Or as Rashi explains, this Pasuk he was able to expound because he was bothered by this Pasuk. The Pasuk talks about Goyim Bo'u Benachel the Goyim destroying the base on Mikdash, and it calls it Mizmor La'asaf, a song, which is generally a positive thing. So he was able to expound Pshat based on his great Kibur Avo'eim that Hashem did us a great thing by destroying the base on Mikdash because if he did, wouldn't have destroyed the stones and sticks, he would have taken out his anger on the Jewish people. So instead, he vented his anger on the stones and sticks and thereby saved the Jewish people. But he had the Siyat Deshmaya Tadarsh in that because of the Schos of his great Kibur Avo'eim. Amner of Yaakov Baravua Abaye. So Rabbi Yaakov Baravua was very beloved by his parents. And he said to Abaye the following, When I get back from yeshiva, my father pours me a cup of uh, to drink. My mother mixes it for me. What should I do? Should I accept it from them or is that disrespectful? So Amr Leis Abaye said back, you could accept from your mother, but not from your father. Because since he is a ben Taira, you'll make him feel bad if you accept from him as if you're denigrating him like he's serving you. Very interesting point, by the way. This, this, this yeah, is a... So you have to know, but maybe it means that the general behaviors you should set up with your father or your son should set up with you are such that that's not your job. You're not there to service your kids, your kids the opposite should service you. Meaning it's just a... It never changes. <laughs> right. But the, po- the but the point is that maybe that should be established in such a way that that's actually the way it is so it doesn't happen. At least as he says not from your father. Your mother he doesn't seem to have an issue with. I, 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 yeah. I think it's mother, no? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Rabbi Tarfun Havale, I thought it was a, a, a Yiddish folktale or um, yeah, whatever, one of those like, yeah, maybe it's a Gemara, I don't know. Rabbi Tarfun Havale, Ahi Ima, Rabbi Tarfun had a mother who was seemingly elderly. Whenever she wanted, Lemesak is Milapuria, Gochin Vesalikla. Does Lemesak mean enter or leave? Does our school translate that as? Whenever she wanted to Lemesak. To climb into bed, he would bend down, and she would climb on him to get into bed. Right, he would be the stool. Whenever she would get off of the bed, he would also assist her in the same way. So Ritarfim was feeling pretty good about his kibud avayim. So he came and he was being praising himself in the base matters. Look at the kibud avayim that I'm doing. So Amrile they said back to Ritarfim, other chachamim adainle he got to lechetzi kibud. You haven't even reached half of the level of kibud avayim because klum zarka arniki b'fonech liyam. Has your mother ever thrown your wallet in the ocean? And you didn't embarrass her. Meaning is that you really you're doing good, but that's not right. even the, the maximum. Right. Rav Yosef and Rav Yosef used to hear the mother's his mother's footsteps approaching. Amar, he said, I'm getting up in front of the shechina that's coming because we said when you honor your parents, it's like honoring the shechina. Rav Yechanan said, fortunate is one who has not seen his parents, meaning fortunate is one who doesn't have parents. Why? Because Rashi says it's a very difficult mitzvah to do, and you're going to be punished because you didn't do it properly. So it's better to just not have parents and not honor them, and not have the, the challenge of honoring them. 
Rav Yechanan ki evraso ima, and actually that was the reality for Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan, when his mother was pregnant, Mes Aviv, his father died. Yoladetu, when his mother gave birth, Mes Aimo, his mother passed away. Chen and similarly with Abaye, asks the Gemara, Eni, is that true? Vamar Abaye, Amr Li'em, we know through Achas, Abaye is always saying, my mother said to me, that was his uh, wet nurse who raised him. It was his adopted mother. It wasn't really his mother. Okay, now the Gemara tells a story with Ravasi where his mother seemed to be unhinged. So this might, um, yeah, this might sound familiar with anyone who dealt with a parent who was old and not so healthy. Ravasi had a certain elderly mother. So Amr Ba'ina Tachshitin. She said to Ravasi, I want jewelry. So Avadla he did it for her. he got her jewelry. Ba'ina Gavra, I want a husband. So Na'ayunlach, he said to her, I'll look around for you. You know, Meshugana a little bit, and unfortunately. The Gra learns she was Meturefes. I mean just this woman was was as my grandfather would say it's a clopped. I mean, I don't know, she wasn't healthy. So Ba'ina Gavra the Shaper Kavasikh, she says back to him, I want a gra- I want a husband who is beautiful like you. So Shavka Va'azal Ardi Yisrael, that's where the Gra points this out. He says, since she was unhinged, he, he was allowed to leave her. It's very interesting about the Shiloh putting in nursing homes, Vachulei. Anyways, he went up to Eretz Yisrael. He left Bob went to Eretz Yisrael. He left her. He's allowed to. So Shama, he heard the Ka'azla Abastre, that his mother was following after him. So Asla Kamid Rabbi Yechanan, he came in front of the Rebbe of Eretz Yisrael, which was Rabbi Yechanan. And Amr Lei, Ma'u Latzeis Me'eretz L'chutz Am I allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to greet my mother who's coming from Chutz L'Aretz? Amar Leitz, Rabbi Yechanan said, Asr, you're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Asr, Likras imamahu. So he said back to Rabbi Yechanan, What about if it's to greet my mother? Meaning it's a mitzvah. Kibudaim. So Amar Leitz, Rabbi Yechanan said, Any idea? Not sure, because that's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to stay in Eretz Yisrael. Unsure. So Itrach Porta, Ravasi waited a little bit. Hadar Asni came back in front of Rabbi Yechanan. So Rabbi Yechanan realized that he was feeling very pressured. He wanted to leave. So Amr Leh, so Rabbi Yechanan said, Asi Nisratzeh Slotzeh, if you want to leave, HaMakom Yachzircha L'Sholem Hashem should return you in peace. So Asli Kamej Rabbi Lazar, Ravasi was a little bit concerned because he wasn't sure when Rabbi Yechanan said that, was he upset at him? Meaning, was he upset that he was pushing to leave Eretz Yisrael? And this was a way of him saying, just get out of my face, basically, because I already told you the answer. So Amr Lechaz Shalom. so Rabbi Lazar said to him, uh, sorry, Ravasi said to Rabbi Lazar, Chas Shalom Dilma Mirtach Ratach, maybe Rabbi Yechon was upset at me. So Amr Leh, so Rabbi Lazar said back, my Amr Lech, what did he tell you? Amr Leh, Amakom Yachzircha Shalom. He said a bracha, he said, Hashem shall return you for peace. If he was upset, he wouldn't have given you such a bracha. So the Gemara tells us, He heard, yeah, his mother was coming, but she was actually approaching in a coffin. So now he didn't have an issue because uh, she had already passed. So then Ravasi commented, If I would have known, I wouldn't have left Eretz Yisrael because now already I don't have an Indian of going out of Eretz Yisrael to greet her as she passed. Now, moving on to the third point, the Gemara now tells us, actually, based on that last note, there is a mitzvah of kibbut avayim after death as well. Tan Rabbanan says the brisa, mechavda b'chayev, mechavda b'maisai. A person should honor his parents in their lifetime as well as in their death. B'chayev ketzad, how do you honor your parents in their lifetime? So hanishma b'dvar aviv, if a person knows that if he says something in the name of his father in a certain place, uh, and it, it, those words will be accepted, meaning he knows that in this place his father is considered significant. So lo yomar, he shouldn't say, shalchuni bishvilatz me, send me because of myself, or maharuni bishvilatz me, 
I want to go quickly because of myself. Or patrini bishvil atzmi, let me go by, because of myself. Elakula bishvil abba, rather in the name of his father. Meaning, what he should do is he should say, "Send me to greet my father." He should send something, say something that gives the covet of whatever it is that he's saying to his father. Now Rashi just does add in over here. However, if his father is not considered significant and they're not going to listen to his words, if he says in the name of his father, they're going to denigrate him. So the opposite, don't say it in honor of your father because then it'll just be denigration for him. It won't be a positive thing. Now, how does somebody honor his father in his death? If a person was saying over Torah, something from, or, or something from the name of his father, he shouldn't say, this is what my father said. Rather, this is what my father, my master said. It's I should be an atonement for his death, meaning I should take the punishments that he might be deserving of. That's the way of speaking appropriately about your father had passed. This is only within 12 months, because even Rishayim, we're assuming, don't burn a Gehenim after that. After 12 months, Instead, you should say, he should be remembered for bracha, for chaye ha'elam haba. That's the way after 12 months we speak about a deceased. No, Avimar is when he is alive. Uh, excuse me, no, you're right. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if Avi Mori changes. Lachar, Avi Mori would be the same. Yeah, yeah, Lachar. Tanarabanan says the Brisa, Chacham Mishanashim Avivishem Rabbi. When a Chacham is talking, so we know that the setup used to be you had a rabbi who was speaking, and he had a Metorgamon who would broadcast the speech. So when the rabbi speaks to the Metorgamon, Mishanashem Avivishem Imai, he should change the name of his father and the name of his mother. Meaning, if he's saying something over in the name of his father, he shouldn't say, uh, my father, so he shouldn't say his father's name. He should say, Avi Moiri says this. Torgaman, when the Torgaman broadcasts it, he doesn't change it. So what does it mean? Avodaman, whose father are we talking about? Ilim Torgaman. If we're talking about the father of the of the translator, the broadcaster, is the Torgaman himself not responsible in honoring his own father? How could he say his father's name? What it means to say is, is that when the Metorgamon broadcasts the name of the father of the rabbi, he actually says the name of the father of the rabbi, because he doesn't have the mitzvah of kibud. So the son of Ravashi used to expound halachas in, in, the, in, the, in the public. He used to tell the Metorgamon, my father, my master, and the broadcaster would say, this is what Rav Ashi said, who's the father of the rabbi, because he wouldn't change the name to something that was more respectful in that way. Stopping here, the bottom of Lamed Al-Humad Beis, as Hashem will pick up tomorrow, talking more about the mitzvahs of Kavod and Yira, what these are in general, what it requires us to do. Everyone have a wonderful day.